Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to Season 4. Let's go for it. All right, today we're going to be taking a look at the Arizona Cardinals, who last year were 4-13, and which was fourth in the NFC West. They have a new head coach, head coach in Jonathan Gannon, who comes over from the Philadelphia Eagles as a defensive coordinator. Uh, some stats from last year, Kyler Murray threw for over 2,300 yards, 14 passing touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and then 418 yards on the ground with three rushing touchdowns. James Conner had over 780 yards on the ground with another 300 receiving and then eight total touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins in nine games last year had 717 yards receiving with three receiving touchdowns. Marquise Brown, 709 yards receiving with three touchdowns. Greg Dortch, Rondell Moore, and Zach Ertz all had over 400 yards receiving last year. The Arizona Cardinals last year as a unit were ranked 21st in points scored per game, 22nd in total offense, 18th in passing, 22nd in rushing. This offensive line allowed 43 sacks, which was tied for ninth most in the NFL. Marco Wilson had three interceptions on the defensive side of the ball, and then Isaiah Simmons and Buda Baker both had two interceptions. J.J. Watt had 12 and a half sacks, Zach Allen five and a half sacks, Isaiah Simmons four sacks, and then the rookies, Majay Anderson and Cameron Thompson both had three interceptions, uh, three sacks. The Arizona Cardinals were 31st in points allowed. They were 21st in total defense. They ranked 24 in passing, 14th in run defense, 11 interceptions, which was tied for 21st in the league. 36 sacks, which was tied for 23rd. Some key losses for the Arizona Cardinals are Zach Allen, Myron Murphy, Justin Puig, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. Some additions, they re-signed Kelvin Benjamin, Kelvin Meacham. They re-signed Will Hernandez. They brought in Kazir White, the linebacker, Zach Pascal, a wide receiver, and they re-signed Antonio Hamilton as well. In the draft, the Arizona Cardinals made the big trade back to 12 to move up to 6 to take offensive tackle Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. In the second round, they took edge rusher B.J. Ojolari out of USC. In the third round, they go with a couple of skilled players, Garrett Williams out of Syracuse, a cornerback, wide receiver Michael Wilson out of Stanford, in the fourth round, they go with the guard, John Gaines, the second out of UCLA. In the fifth round, they go with quarterback Clayton Toon out of Houston, linebacker Owen Popai out of Auburn. And in the sixth round, they go with a couple of defensive players in Keelan Clark out of Louisville and Dante Stills out of West Virginia. So there's a new era in the desert. Obviously, you know, last season, the way it ended, obviously, with Kyler getting hurt, you know, they kind of shut down the season. 
Um, and we'll get to Kyler here in a second, but I really want to go over what they did in the offseason because obviously, you know, they brought in a new GM. They have a new head coach and Jonathan Gannon who comes over from the Philadelphia Eagles. They made the big splash trade with the Texans to essentially they added a first round pick next year from the Houston Texans. They had the 12th overall pick and then they traded up some of their picks to go to the sixth overall pick to get Paris Johnson. Um, So they believe that the pick they got from the Houston Texans should be a top five pick. So um, next year, Jonathan Gannon will already have two first round picks in the bag. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen this off season. Uh, Kyler Murray is coming off a knee injury, so he's going to miss the first eight games of the season. My thing is, is if the season's not close to what they think it is, and I don't think it's going to be very good, why do you play him? You know, maybe you want to showcase his abilities. You know, so maybe another team that feels like they're quarterback away will come and trade for him. Because let's be honest, I think the Cardinals and the Rams here are playing for the first overall pick. Um, They could end up with the first overall pick if the Houston Texans are really bad again this year, which I don't think they will. But um, I think it would be really ironic if the Arizona Cardinals ended up with the first overall pick and they take a Caleb Williams or Drake May and then they end up trading Kyler Murray, which is what happened to him with Josh Rosen. So I don't know. I I really don't know what the Arizona Cardinals are going to do. Obviously, they're going to run them out there for a couple of games. But if the season's over – Shut him down. Make sure he's healthy. Let's let's either move forward with him or move on from him. And I think they're going to move on from him, obviously. Um, at quarterback, you know, they brought in Cole McCoy, who's probably going to be the starter here in the first eight games. Uh, but look out for fifth-round pick Clayton Toon out of Houston. He's 6'2", ran a 4'6", super arm talented. He's a little bit older. He's also 24. Um, and I think – it would just make sense to give him a chance at some point during the season to see what he can do. Um, if they decide to maybe want to move on with him or you just like never know, really. Um, looking at the running back group, the Cardinals are going to lean on James Conner. Obviously he should be a workhorse this year. Another guy kind of like Cam Akers. There's not a really a lot of depth behind him. So he should get a lot of work. Um, should be a really good player. If not for an injury come, this season um, at the wide receiver group, obviously they lose Deandre Hopkins. So it looks like Marquise Brown should step up. You know, he's Kyler's old teammate at Oklahoma, The the quarterback play kind of scares me. So I'm still going to stay away from Marquise Brown, me personally. Uh, but it's going to be interesting because Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch, pretty talented players have had some nice moments, but you know, who's going to step up. And I think the guy that's going to step up is going to be that third round pick wide receiver out of Stanford, uh, Michael Wilson. Um, He's going to be perfect. You can put him out at the X wide receiver. He gives you size and speed at the position, especially with the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. Zach Ertz coming back healthy and Trey McBride, a second round pick last year, should should see some type of role in this offense. I think they're going to be in a lot of 12 and 22 personnel. You know, could we see Zach Ertz possibly get traded, you know, if a team needs a tight end or another weapon? That'll be something to watch out for. Um, Offensive line, uh, you know, I understand, you know, Kyler Murray basically threw a a hissy fit because he wanted to draft an offensive lineman because he had been telling 
Kiff Kingsbury, you know, hey, we need offensive linemen, you know. So what did I, I – I feel like they kind of panicked and they just – they traded up to get Paris Johnson because Kyler Murray wanted Paris Johnson. Don't get me wrong, I think Paris Johnson is going to be a great left tackle in the NFL for like the next 10-plus years or whatever. But I just felt like they could have addressed a different position, especially on defense where they really need the help. But uh, what the hell. Uh, left tackle DJ Humphreys is pretty solid. Elijah Wilkerson steps up as a left guard. They have a new center, but I look for John Gaines, the the fourth-round pick out of UCLA, to eventually become the starter. And then they brought back Will Hernandez, and then they have right tackle Paris Johnson um, there. Our defense is going to be interesting. You know, we're looking at a transition from a 34 to a 43 defense. A lot of these guys that were drafted before were handpicked for certain positions, so with a whole new scheme and a whole new uh, style of play, where are these guys going to fit in is going to be interesting to see, um, especially Jonathan Gannon being a defensive-minded coach. Um, he's probably going to want to try to get the most out of every guy, depending on what position they're going to be playing. Um, so looking at the edge position, Xavier Collins was kind of a you know a linebacker, um, off-the-ball linebacker, who now they're going to put – you know, his hand in the ground and just tell him to get after the quarterback. That'll be interesting to watch. I also like Majid Sanders and Cameron Thompson. Both third-round picks last year had three sacks each. Um, they should be in a rotation along with uh, some of the other guys. <coughs> the thing I see them struggling a lot is going to be the interior defensive line. When you lose a guy like J.J. Watt and Zach Allen and you don't bring anybody in to help, like, what do you what do you think is going to happen? You know, and I thought them at six going after Jalen Carter would have been perfect. You know, you have your essentially Jonathan Gannon coming over from Philadelphia. You would have had your Fletcher Cox right in the middle. You could plug and play right away. And I think he'd be an absolute tear for opposing defenses at least, you know. I think he could have just gotten offensive lineman later on in the draft or whatever, but um, here we are. So um, they're going to definitely struggle to stop the run, especially in the N NFC West, the Rams, 49ers, and the Seahawks all are going to be running the ball. Um, so we'll see what Rashawn Lawrence, Leaky Fotu, Carlos Watkins, and hopefully some of my UTSA guys, Kevin Strong and Aaron Banks, can get into the rotation here, along with the six-round pick, Dante Stills, um, so at that will linebacker position, that's basically like if you looking at Philadelphia's defense, that's the Hassan Reddick position. I love the addition of the second round pick, BJ Ojolari. I think he is going to be better than his brother. Um, I love that they're just going to play him right away. I'll just go for it. And then the the interesting pick was the uh, the fifth round pick with Owen Powell out of uh, Auburn. I like the value. Uh, I just don't know where he's going to fit, once again, in this defense. Special teams, is he going to be a blitzing linebacker? Uh, what's going to happen here? Kazir White will be in the middle, and then Dennis Gardick returns as a Sam linebacker. Not a very strong unit. Uh, the secondary kind of went through a little bit of some changes here, so let's just kind of break it down from the cornerback position first. Obviously, Myron Murphy last year was hurt, so they really didn't lose much when he went uh, to Minnesota. Marco Wilson's going to be the CB1. They brought back Antonio Hamilton. 
uh, after that, it's going to be interesting to see who steps up. I know that they had Isaiah Simmons at one point at corner. I'm not sure what his position is going to be. But, you know, I look for one of the rookie guys to step up. Garrett Williams, you know, he's coming off a knee injury. I don't know if he'll be ready to play. But I think if healthy, I want him out there on the field. I think he's got a lot of upside as well. And then they have Cadell Clark, um, their six-round pick out of Louisville. Um, Once again, we're just going to throw a bunch of stuff and see what sticks. Uh, The safety group is actually pretty solid. You have your guy, Buda Baker. Um, who knows what's going to happen with him? He's a guy that also has asked for a trade. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. But I think, once again, if this team struggles throughout the year, if a team, you know, needs some help in the secondary, I think this is a guy that could get traded for sure. And then Jalen Thompson's also pretty solid. And then, once again, Isaiah Simmons, I feel like this guy, you know, he was the uh, former ninth overall pick. He needs to find a position here. And I thought maybe Will Linebacker would have been a really good position for him in his defense, but it looks like they're going to have him in the secondary, going to be like a box safety type of guy. Um, It's just not looking good for him. But, yeah, we'll see what this defense looks like. Um, I think, once again, this team, you know, Kyler will be out for quite a while. The offense is going to struggle the first eight games of the season. Who knows? There might be more. Um, and then the defense, which is, you know, trying to figure out their identity, trying to find out where everybody's going to be at, their roles and their spots. Um, they're going to struggle as well. So um, I think the Cardinals will end up with one of the top picks, and it's not because they get it from the Houston Texans. It's because they're not that good right now. Uh, but, yeah, they have a chance to end up with uh, two picks in the top ten or the top five in next year's draft. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.